Hello and welcome to Celestial Thinking. This is Tracy. I welcome you to listen to my podcast. I'm so appreciative that you're here listening. And today's subject, I feel called to talk about manifestation. Now, manifestation is a real big word these days. Um, You hear it everywhere. And it's something that we do, I think, sometimes without even knowing because we do have that as humans to be able to think something to reality. It doesn't mean, and in a lot of books you'll hear this, I've read several books, I've listened to several videos, different podcasts, and the real deal is that manifestation doesn't mean, well, I'm going to say I want a million dollars 55 times today and tomorrow I'll have a million dollars. That isn't how it works. Um, Manifestation is you put something out there to the universe and you want this to happen so you have to feel it. That's the most important part of this is you have to feel like it's happened. And then what will happen is you need to visualize it in your head and you have to make things happen for it. Uh, I'll give you a couple, well, I'll give you the first manifestation that I didn't even know I manifested. As a teen, I was in a pageant. Um, I was against all these 18 and 19 year old girls. I was really thinking when I first saw this, that this was not going to be a good pageant for me. And, um, I almost wanted to just turn around and go. (laughs) But instead, I said, nope, I'm here. I will definitely try my hardest. And for some reason, I just have this very focused attitude. I definitely am OCD about a lot of things. And I literally just pushed myself to believing I was going to win it. It didn't matter if these girls were older than me or not. And what ended up happening was the night before the last part of the pageant, I got my heels stuck in an elevator and I twisted my ankle and actually it turned into a fracture when I went to the doctors later. Um, But at the time, normally somebody would just go home and say, forget about it. Well, nope, not me. That made me angry. That made me want to do it more. I went there, I spent the money, or my mom spent the money, and the hotel room, and the dresses, and all of that. I was going to go through with it no matter what. So when I stepped out on that stage, I, I actually used masking tape, and I taped my foot up like you wouldn't believe. I, I couldn't even get it off afterwards. And I went out there. You never would have known anything about my ankle. I had these flouncy pants on so you couldn't see it and I went out there smiling my head off and walking proudly and I went out there feeling like they were going to crown me I was going to win the pageant and I did that was the amazing part I won a pageant amongst all these older girls I was shocked and couldn't believe it and it took a lot of my pain away from my ankle for a while at least (laughs) so that's one story of that so what you learn from that is that 
you have to feel it and visualize it. When I walked out on that stage, I didn't think about the judges. I didn't think about the people that were competing against me. Instead, I just visualized myself walking down that runway and I was going to be crowned and I was going to have the pageant ribbon. And it happened. My vibration was so high. And that is an important part of this. So if you have a low vibration, meaning if I was sad or I was just angry or I was thinking about the pain and it showed and that energy goes out to those judges and you're not going to get anywhere with that. So I had to forget about all of the environment, all that was wrong with me and just live on adrenaline and do the right thing. So there's one. Then there's when I was about to have a baby, I decided I wanted to hear about my adoption. I wanted to try and find something about it. So I went to the place, the, what was the orphanage that I came from, and it was now an elderly center. And I had it in my head. I drove all the ways to the city to do this. And I was going to do it hook up by crook. So I drove there. It's an elderly center. I walked in there and I said, I was adopted out of the orphanage that was here. And the lady stopped me right in my tracks and said, go down the hall to the office of whatever her name was at the time. And they'll handle it. I was shocked. They actually have somebody there that if you were adopted from that orphanage that you could actually go speak to. So I went and I spoke to her and I said, I'm about to have a child and I'm going, I'm really interested in hearing about any medical history I have. Because when you're adopted, not only do you not look like everybody else, but you don't you don't know your medical history everything's you know you go to the every time you go to the doctor oh what's your medical history I don't know I have no clue so I was hoping to find something out about that so what ended up happening was she told me that they have this thing called unidentifiable information and then you can find your you know I guess my birth mother left information for me plus my baby records like I actually have my birth my birth pictures um, from when I was born which is just crazy because most adopted people do not have that Um, so I went in there like I said I visualized I was gonna find out this information I paid a certain amount of money to this lady and all of a sudden this document came in the mail a couple of weeks later and it had everything I wanted to know on it and I was very interested in uh, you know what happened how did I get adopted and it sounded like from the actual recording that my birth father didn't really know I had this feeling he didn't really know about what was going on So that made me manifest, guess what? Finding my birth father. So that is an amazing story. And again, I walked in there. I 
just acted like I was going to find out what I needed to find out and felt it in my heart and boom, there it was. So after that, I then manifested uh, another thing from that. One of the things that it showed in my record was my birth name that my actual birth mother gave me. And it was so unique and beautiful that I said, I'm going to have a girl first and name her that. I couldn't understand why my adopted parents changed my name. It was such an awesome name. So I did. I had a girl and I knew this before the sonogram. I just kept saying every day that I was picturing this little baby growing in my body, that there was this little beautiful girl. I meditated, I could see her, and there she was in March of 1999. And I named her that. So that was awesome. So getting back to the birth dad story. So after that, I then, oh, let me go backwards and say, Back in my young days going to the pediatrician, my adopted mother always sent me to the same doctor that delivered me from my birth mother, which is really strange that she did that. And she was always so afraid that I would find my birth parents, which is so ironic. Because how I found my birth mother's name is from the fact that she kept sending me to the doctor that delivered me from my birth mother. So when I was about 14 years old, back in those days, when you went to a doctor, you had to wait for a really long time to see the doctor. I mean, sometimes it was a three-hour wait. It was crazy. So I finally made it into one of the little rooms, and I was 14, so I didn't have my mother come anymore. And I went in there, and I started sitting at the desk, and I had because she delivered me, my record was so huge, it was crazy. It was like three inches, not, not a word of a lie. So the reason too was because I used to draw pictures while I was in the waiting room, and then I would give them to my doctor when I went in there, and she kept every single one of them. So I was just kind of looking through my artwork. I was bored, and we didn't have iPhones back then <laughs> to listen to anything or play games. So I was just kind of looking through the different pictures I did and all of a sudden I got to the very first page of my record and there it was. It was my birth mother's name and I couldn't believe that all this time it was right there. Now I never had an, an inkling even though my childhood was rather serious and not so fun to, to really look for them because or, or care to look for them because I just feel like let it be if she had to adopt put me up for adoption there's a reason for it and my life is supposed to be what it is and that's really weird too because that's a very important part of law of attraction and just believing in yourself is that you are on the path you're supposed to be in and so I had her name and I knew it since I was 14 so Moving to the future from that date when I was 14 and going to after I had my daughter, 
we moved into another house and we had this big computer. Computers were just like really being a thing. And I had this big white monster computer and I had internet. Juno.com made the noise before it actually turned on. It was, it was funny when you think about it now. And something which now I know is my guides, <laughs> my guides and possibly my Uncle Ray, um, told me to put myself on adoption.com and put my birth mother's name in there. And all of a sudden, after I had this thought to do this, it became a huge focus. Like, I, I, I was going to find him. I was going to find him or something about him. Because in all actuality, in the beginning, I thought maybe he had passed away in Vietnam. Because I did find out he was in, in a soldier in Vietnam. So, I actually believed I was going to get get a call or something at some point. Um, I didn't let it take me over. I let it go. And that's another important point of manifestation. Once you make the manifestation of what you want and you visualize it and you see it and you're doing things to make it happen, like for that, it was going on adoption.com then you have to let it go and let the universe provide it for you. So one day in October, I believe it was, I was driving home from work and all of a sudden I got this phone call from a man and he goes, he says, I'm, I know you're, I was a friend of your birth mother's and he's talking to me and I've kind of given him a hard time because I thought it was just some weirdo trying to mess with me and um, after he asked he said can I talk to you and then he was telling me he was a friend of, of my birth mother's he then broke down and said Tracy I think I'm your dad and my whole life just flipped over I had to I was driving so I had to pull over to the side of the road and I spoke with him for quite a while on the side of the road and he had looked me up from, well, let me just say he was a computer engineer, so he knows a lot about how to find things. And he finally put his girlfriend at the time slash my birth mother in quotes and adoption.com came up and then when he saw my name he then put that in and he found my classmates.com profile and that's one of the only profiles I have with like no makeup on and if you ever see me and my birth father we look like there's no guessing that he's my birth father you can completely see it I, I look just like him um, I look just like both of them, but the coloring especially and this my shape of my face and stuff, we look so much alike and I'm just so, I'm so enthralled with all of that because of the fact that I never had anyone look like me other than my kids. Um, when that happened, that was amazing to me. What other people take for granted, I was wowed by. So, yep, he called me, he found me and 
we are still in touch and I just love him to death and I'm just so thrilled and appreciative and grateful to the universe that I have this. I have not only that, but I have siblings. I have two siblings that are half brother and sister on his side and uh, a sibling on my uh, birth mother's side who I'm also in touch with and who is wonderful. And I am just completely grateful and probably could write a book, should write a book about it because it, it, it's just how many adopted people out there can say that? Not many, not many. So again, I manifested that to happen by putting that in adoption.com by saying, I'm going to find out like there was no, there was no negotiations. I was going to find out about my birth family one way or another. And that's exactly what I did. So there you go. And then just recently, a new, a new manifestation that came up was during COVID. Um, I started reading a book on scripting. And scripting is where you write in the morning what your day is going to be as if it already happened and you make it real because you know you you don't want to put crazy things in there it's not going to come through but you you make it real but you also put the things in it that you want to have happen and then at the end of the night you write another little thing in the journal of what actually happened what ends up happening because you're writing these things down is that they actually start to match and it's amazing so that's what happened I um, found out after 10 years of living in this house um, after my divorce the landlord called me up and said I'm sorry you're gonna have to leave because there is um, my daughter needs the house she's not doing well and um, you're going to have to move out in 30 days. And this was during COVID. So I was shocked at first. I called him back. I said, there's no way I'm going to find a house in 30 days. You have to give me more than that. And he did. So I was reading this book on scripting. I was scripting and I said, okay, this is a huge manifestation. I have to make this work because we looked at different places to rent a house like that house that I was renting and they were so expensive you were better off buying a house so I wrote down exactly what I wanted I wanted a hot tub I wanted to be by the water I wanted enough room in the house so that all four of my adult children could live in there um, I wanted to have um, a huge backyard for my dog and a whole bunch of other things I wrote down and I wrote it all down I said this is it this is what I'm gonna find we found a house that wasn't by the water it wasn't really the kind of style house that I was into but my fiance was so happy with the fact it had like a little area for the dog and it was very very like move in ready it was it was beautiful inside 
but it really wasn't even in an area that I wanted to live in. But we put money down because during COVID, there were like 13 houses. That's it. There wasn't much to pick from. So we put money down on it and I just wasn't feeling it. And sure enough, our offer was taken, but then it was taken away because the people who um, owned the house couldn't get out in time that I needed them to get out because I only had so many days left to live in my old house. So I said, this is, this is a sign. I did not look at that as a sign of, oh, we're just never going to find one. The word never comes out, never, 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 ever comes out of my mouth because that is a bad vibration and that will just pull whatever you don't want to you. I actually celebrated it and said, this means I'm going to get the house that I really, really wanted. And wouldn't you know, I think it was the next day, I was looking, scrolling through the MLSs of the houses, and I found this house, and I showed it to my fiancé, and he was like, yeah, that, that looks really great. And I'm like, look, it's like right by the water, it's got everything we're looking for. And not, I want to say, five minutes later, the real estate agent texts me and says, I have a house that I think you should look at. And it was the same house. Now you have to remember back in the, when this was going on, they, they could sell houses so quickly. They would have these open houses and people would line up down the street to be able to see this house. And I went to several of them and it, it was just crazy how they were showing houses. It was very, very different from the other five houses I had purchased in my lifetime. So anyway, uh, we went and looked at the house and you just know it. You just feel it and you know it and you just know you're going to live there. You can see it. And I walked in and I looked at my fiance and I said, this is it. I know this is it. And he saw me smiling and he saw my eyes and I could tell his energy. He was liking it too. He, as much as he didn't want to say that he felt that energy, he did. And yep, we live in it now and I'm so happy and I can run to the beach every day and everything that I asked for on that notebook is in this house and I am thrilled and that was all due to visualizing it, focusing on it, writing down exactly what I wanted from the universe, and then letting it go. And that is how you manifest. So I hope that some of these stories will inspire you to visualize it, feel it, feel it like it's happened already, write it down like it's happened already, and guess what? You'll be amazed at what happens. So for that, I'm going to say goodbye. And I wish you the best on your manifestations. And I will see you next week. Bye now.